are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Tuesday, coming to you live Sunday evening. I'm Mike Luke with John Schuster. All right, a couple things. We're going to talk about Arizona football here in a second and about a uh, a uh, strategic option that John Schuster is going to get to. But tell us about your betting weekend, though. You know, it was uh, it wasn't a bad betting weekend. I, I don't like that. There's a punchline here, so we can have a little self-effacing entertainment mm-hmm. here on game I Saturday. <laughs> do you do you love the self-effacing entertainment? I love that. On Saturday and on Sunday games, college and NFL, I was 10-0. That's verifiable. Now, the 10-0 happened on four specific bets. Three, three-leg parlays, mm-hmm. and a straight-up bet on Green Bay over Washington that had a profit boost somewhere. So, mm-hmm. so all told, out of that incredible week, incredible week of gambling that will never occur again, 10-0, verifiable. Mm-hmm. I pulled down a profit of about 240 bucks. Well, that's 240 bucks. I guess that's 240 bucks more than I had. Yes, should have been about $240,000 more than I have mm-hmm. with uh, stuff like that. If I had nine game parlayed any of that, if, if, and if, you probably if, if, if the momentum taken, began. You probably would have put about, if you knew that you were going to win all of this, mm-hmm. you probably would have put about $25,000 Of course, yes. Yeah. Wow, what a thought. Man, if you could read the future like that and read it accurately, right. you're, you'd you're be doing prob- that all the time. You're probably going to invest a lot of money into those, <laughs> stuff, into those options. So naturally, what's going to happen is I'm going to get cocky. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna bet like three hundred bucks work. on Miss- Middle Tennessee State, which won't work, and it'll be a disaster for sure. So you have to be for smart. Sure. Yes, exactly. The smart thing, Michael. You know Luke? what you should do though. Tell I have me. a friend that uh, is able to DVR something like seventy-five hours of college football Man, on his DVR. That's a lot of college football on your DVR. Yeah. I didn't even know that was possible. I, I guess if you reprogram it, it's possible. Huh. That's what that's what I've heard anyway. Don't take that to the bank. Are you telling me that I should scout and watch a bunch of college football I'm, games? I'm not saying, but I'm certainly leading you in that direction. The combination was a variety of things, Mike Luke. Um, you know, it was it was teams that I thought were that were, were really good, which is usually usually the direction that I try to go on this as as the now self proclaimed expert. Is teams that I think are really good or have to win, and lousy teams. You try to stay away from the 110 teams that are in the middle ground, right, right. and you try to bet crappy and really good. Examples of that this week, Ohio State played Indiana. It's a 21-point line. Right. It's like, yeah, it's on the road. And, and, and the and the thought was, well, Indiana's played a bunch of people. Yeah, but they got their ass kicked yeah, by a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, then, and, then, yeah. and Ohio State is in a position where I think they're a, they, there are two teams. One, you were on the bandwagon in the summer and rightfully gave me grief about the program as a whole. But I think there are two teams that are on the second tier that are possibly going to get into the playoffs. That's Texas A&M and Ohio State. Those teams are playing really well right now, much better than they did a month ago. So they're the ones who are separating themselves in the second group. Georgia, of course, is awesome. Uh, Cincinnati's probably going to run the table, and they deserve to be in the Final Four right. if they do. And then you get, you know, what is it, Alabama, Ohio State, or Texas A&M? And yeah, one of those is right. probably, you know, is pro- probably going to be an issue there. But the two teams that are looking really good right now and really dominant right now are Ohio State and A&M. Mm-hmm. So if Ohio State's on the board, you bet it. Right. You know, that, that, that's kind of the thought process. On the other side, bet against UConn. Bet against UMass. UMass played Florida State this week. It was a 35-point line. Mm-hmm. They were down 35 points midway through the second <laughs> right, quarter. Right, yeah. and, there was, and, then, and then there was a live bet that I saw. 
What's that? At the beginning of the game, and live betting's awesome. Live you betting's spend, amazing. If you spend a quarter, because it gives you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. If you can spend you get a the quarter lay of the land. watching how they're playing and then seeing maybe how things are going to go, it gives you a little bit, it gives you the potential, <laughs> right. a little bit of a feeling of how this right. thing might lay out. Right. And at the beginning of the game, Oklahoma was a 38-point favorite over Kansas before the game kicked off. 38 points. Wow. I'm lucky I slept in. I wasn't going to bet that anyway because it was 38 points. By the time I woke up, it was almost the end of the half, and Oklahoma was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite because they were down 10 nothing late first half against Kansas. Kansas, yes. So, in a, so, so a Big 12 team against Kansas, who's in the top five, right. has to make up 18 points right. in the second half? That shouldn't be hard. It wasn't. Right. They scored 35 Correct. and won by 12. Correct. So that, that was kind of an easy one right, for sure. based on live betting. And, and, and so there were, there were a variety of things now, that listen, went listen, into play. I guess the thing that you're so – Kansas football going into that game, 1-5 and five and on mm-hmm. a winning streak, though, didn't actually – Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't d- scare you Didn't scare you. me. Didn't scare me. What deterred me – By the way, Oklahoma's a team, if they run the table, is absolutely going to get destroyed. Absolutely. The they, they suck. They're not that good. No, they really aren't. They are – they're an absolute sh- facade who – somehow continues to win. Right. You know, their offense is good enough to get bad from their sieve, Oklahoma overcome their Oklahoma sieve Oklahoma defense. doesn't fear, or nobody fears Oklahoma. They all want to play Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and on NFL games, basically the thought process was, eh, Arizona's pretty good and Houston sucks. Right. 17-point line? Yeah, I can deal with that. Right. Uh, and it worked out. And then I played the unders. I played two unders. And there's a, there, there's a line of demarcation generally in the NFL, I think. And that line of demarcation on the over-under is from 43 to about 48. Yeah, for sure, 100%. If there's, if there's 43 to 48, I don't touch it. Mm-hmm. But if it's 50, mm-hmm. I'll roll with that. Right. I saw a couple games a couple weeks ago that had over-unders at 39. Right. You bet that like that. For sure. You know, and, 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 and one of them this week was 57. What, 57? What's different, though, about the NFL, though, the college, is whatever the over-under line on Arizona football is, take the under. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take the under. I think it, <clears throat> uh, it it seems that it covers every single time. Yeah. So, but yeah, go ahead. That, that's a, no, that's, a, that, that's good advice and something to pay attention to. So it was a good week. Back the A, but back the under. <laughs> yes. Back the A and back the U. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, let's on the other side talk about your bold strategy, though, about yes. something that you're calling out from the Arizona football program that you didn't buy really at all. And you know oh, what? None of us did. Come on. Uh, there are people. There are people. Oh, I want to hear about these people. Because we're going to slap them around, yeah. possibly on this what, podcast. What one might talk like man, um, um, but uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, again, Built Bar, the best Built Bar. You're not going to get as long a uh, uh, a read on this one as usual. That's mainly because Built Bar is awesome. Everybody knows it. All right, we'll be right back. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. John Schuster, talk about something. Talk about this myth mm-hmm. slash... Uh, the drinking game legend that is Arizona. The drinking game laughing stock that is Arizona football offense. Mm-hmm. Some, in the summer, what's that coach going to tell you? What's that coach going to tell you? Somebody's going to ask. The coach is going to say, oh, we're going to use the tight end. Oh, have no fear. We are using the tight end. This is a new offense, a new day, and we are going to prioritize the tight end mm-hmm. with Arizona football. And some people, if there's anybody Moron. in the media, 
anybody in the media who has been in this market for any amount of time at all. The next person at a press conference offseason that tells you that Arizona football is going to use the tight end. If you believe them, you should be out of the business. Make them prove it before you buy into it. And if you don't, I will never, ever, 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 and did I say ever, listen to your crap on anything again. Again. So anyway, do you want to know? You, you want to have a general idea what uh, Arizona's tight end numbers are this year? Mike uh, I, I know what they are because you told mm -hmm. me last night. But what are they, John Schuster? Um, we're now through seven games. Seven games. Arizona has utilized the tight end successfully eight times for eighty-eight yards, eight receptions, eighty-eight yards. One tight end has six catches. The other has two. They have about the same amount of yardage. Eight receptions, 88 yards. You need to move the chains. You need to get down the field. You need to do something that is a little bit more than at most an eight-yard pass play. Maybe on occasion you can try to find a safety valve and utilize the tight end and perhaps open open the field a little bit at least. Give it a try. What do you? So how much of this do you blame on fish? Um... I probably blame more of this on a gun-shy quarterback who just automatically goes into check-down mode because the game is moving a little quicker than they anticipate. And as a result of that, they're looking too fast and not letting option one, option two open up, so they settle for option three, which is the check-down. Right. Uh, so I don't really know how many times option one is the tight end. But it sure as hell doesn't seem like a lot. It, now, it does certainly it? doesn't seem like it's a priority. Yeah. I mean, well, if you consider eight receptions for 88 yards a priority. <laughs> through seven games. Through seven games, then okay. That's an interesting priority approach. Those are two things on offense that I'd look at trying to do to see if I had any success. Because what you're trying to do with the tight the tight end is a safe is a safety valve play, but sometimes if you can spread things out horizontally, which Arizona likes to do. Maybe you can get the tight end on the hash and get a 15 or a 20-yard reception now and again. Right. That sort of thing. And then if you're utilizing the tight end and they have to defend that, maybe Barry Hill can beat somebody deep and you got a shot. Right. But you've got to open up. Right, right now, the horizontal model of Arizona football is reasonably effective between the 30s, between the 20s. And then it bogs down because the field gets shorter. So if you're having a hard time scoring from within the 20, then maybe you got to try to score from the 40. Right. And that means utilizing whatever talent you may have to try to go down the field a little bit and give it a shot. And again, as we talked on yesterday's podcast, at this stage, while I understand the strategy of trying to milk clock with long possessions and hoping you can keep the game close in the fourth quarter, and in regards to that attempt, it has been successful on three or four times this year. Arizona's had chances in the fourth quarter to win football games. But it doesn't matter right now. doesn't matter if the other team gives up 40 and you get your ass handed to you or if you lose another game 21 to 16 somehow. You've got to open it up, Just take some chances, and got. see what you got. Because most likely you're going 0-12 this mm -hmm. Don't go out being a weakling 0-12. Mike, you got five games to experiment. What are you going to do? Oh, I agree with you. I'm chucking it deep. I'm using the tight end. And you know what? I'm playing with flair. I'm not—you know what? 
We heard all offseason that it's personal. Play like it's personal. Mm-hmm. You know what? That might not, that might mean that you lose 47 to 0, but you know what? That also doesn't mean though that you're just going to sit there and say, "Well, you know, let's let's just try to get a first yeah, we're down." We're going to check possession. down again. Yes, right? exactly. You're no, try to move the ball sorry, down the man. field. 16 of 22 for 62 yards is absurd. That's I don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah. And we probably we, we we may not see that well. Except I was going to say next we, game. But damn it, yes, you beat me to yes, it. That's, exa- that's exactly right. But it, but it's true though. I mean, that's sixteen of twenty-two. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm not sure at this stage if this is the vision for your offense. So it's not. That's like, a really crappy yeah, vision. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, if the vision for your offense is we've got a quarterback who's going to check down from the first option to the second option to the safety valve third option and pick up about three yards, maybe, <laughs> you know, get get three or four first downs on a possession, try when to move the chains in, and that sort of thing. When I, when I was in Denver. <laughs> I heard that you were in Denver a yes. couple weeks ago. That, I told you, though, that the uh, the Colorado, one of the Colorado beat guys said to me, he's like, do they normally employ this type of passing attack? And it wasn't like a crap-talking mm-hmm. question. It was like a... Curiosity. It was like, this is weird. This, this, this is, is odd. This isn't normal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, right. yes right. exactly. And, and and so that can't possibly be your vision for the future. <laughs> so if it <laughs> That's is... That's a heck of a thing to recruit, yeah. though, for if you say, I mean, heck, what I you're want go, you to do. You're going to get some safe passes uh, yeah. just off the line of scrimmage. So if it is does, not... Does that mean that you need to have a pass-catching <laughs> running back? Yes, I, apparently so. Because uh, that's all they have. You don't right. need a pass-catching right. tight end. That's for damn sure. Right, for sure. Uh, so if that's not the vision for your offense going forward, then open it up. Right. Go vertical. Who the hell cares? Figure out how to implement the tight end as another option and figure out how to get Barry Hill down the hill. Be, uh, down, down the field. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe there are other receivers on this roster who who are deep threat options. I'm guessing they're not, because this this team is so devoid of overall talent. But we know that Barry Hill is talented, so do it, try it, and see what you get. If you throw a bunch of incomplete passes, well, so the hell what? You're in the same position you were anyway. Right. And if you're wearing out the defense, well, so the hell what? They're going to wear out in the fourth quarter anyway. What's the difference if they wore out wear out in the second? But maybe. You get a couple of these plays to work, and then it opens up a lot of the other stuff as well. Then you, you, you can use the entire field as opposed to just using the sidelines. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. You've been listening to Locked On Wildcats.